Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. First time in a long time. But back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes. You know me. I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything. BDE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, and of course, twitch.tv slash Up Next Podcast. Hello, Twitch Room. We're yes. back. Tuesday nights. Are for the friends. Friends. We are your NXT friends. Friends. And every Tuesday night, we record up next. We talk about NXT every week, every Tuesday night. We record it while we go live on Twitch. So join us Tuesday nights if uh, you watch NXT and hang out with us afterwards. Shout out the Twitch room there. And happy 420, y'all. I don't know if you uh, can see us, Twitch room, but uh, smoke them if you got them. We definitely have been... It's it's been a nice day. It's been a lovely it's day. It's been a lovely day. Burn it actually, it's down. It's been a terrible day. It's been snowing. It's so cold here. Snowing. Yeah. What uh, the hell? It's 4:20 and uh very it, there was just a random blizzard in Toronto for no reason today. So uh uh yeah, um that that's we we try to enjoy the little things. Uh, I think it's just Doug Forty uh doesn't get, takes away Rogers He's cell like, service. He's going outside. <laughs> It's like, I told you not to go outside. I told the police Ridiculous. to tell you not to go outside, and they're not telling you yeah. to go outside, so I'm going to create a snowstorm in April. What's going on? <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So that's what uh, we've been up to today. And uh, we're, uh, we, we're coming off a pretty big, pretty big week. Yeah. For us. It's, I said to you just before we recorded, um, it feels like we haven't recorded for ages because we did so much WrestleMania week building up to the main event, Up Next Mania, last Thursday. And it's been nice. It, it was so hectic. It's been nice to kind of breathe these last few days. But well, yeah, Up Next Mania. Sir, you did a fantastic job. 
coming up with all sorts of stuff, becoming an OBS wizard. Uh, we had such a blast. I want to thank everyone in, who who not only watched uh, live on Twitter or checked out, uh, we, we put the videos on YouTube and, and Twitch if you're interested in watching. Uh, go watch all that stuff because everyone, we, we thank you for tuning in and, and just enjoying all the ridiculous games and and whatnot that we had and for everyone who was involved like uh the guys from pw torch uh bwe guys grapple stephanie chase benno martin bushby all you guys there was waiting versus andrew thompson in a promo battle yeah that they delivered they delivered more than more on most of the stuff we see on monday nights oh yeah they were great that was crazy uh way brought the way brought the heat uh definitely but not all the heat i've heard a little rumor that uh after that they might be thinking about forming a tag team yeah yeah Yeah. a little birdie told me that too Mm. backstage uh uh yeah that's quite interesting well developments Mm. in the in the world there uh doesn't mean does that mean they're gonna go for the the BD tag titles that I guess. Eric Marcotte and Nate, and Nate Milton hold. Yeah. Yeah. That was an upset. That yeah. was pretty wild. Uh, damn. Didn't see that coming, no. but again, great tag team there. Uh, not only that, but, um, you had an Inferno match, which yes. is pretty much a trivia game with like hot ones. Yeah. And you had to bomb and, uh, and, and I think our, uh, special guest referee stole the show. Oh, fire Frank. Fire Frank. 100%. Wow. He's been, He's been the favorite. He's been the fan favorite coming out of Up, up Next Mania. Yeah, 100%. People going, you, you got to book that guy again. Show stealer. So this yeah. was like a quick, what, what was like the game? Like It's meant to be like heads up. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And, so and rapid he, fire names, like describing who they are. But both you and B Detroit, um, who beat you, by the way, um, you guys were doing all this hot sauce and then you got to answer these questions in like fast time. But Frank was just going at his leisure. <laughs> it was the greatest he kept on, thing ever. He kept on being worried about the time. He wanted to know how much time there was. But that that should have been my concern. Yeah. <laughs> Not yeah, his yeah, concern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I thought I, that was I great. think I was screwed. But you know what? Uh, I thought we both handled the, the bomb pretty well. Yeah. So I don't mind losing to be Detroit. The... BD never open weight champion. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the people are just making up their own titles. Yeah, it seems now. that way. Yeah. Uh, what have we created? Well, I'll tell you what we also created. Um, we did this epic video package for the match that I was in in this three stages of hell trivia battle. Uh, friend of the show, Dickie Bird, went beyond belief and like helped us create this insane, incredible video that you absolutely have to check out if you are fans of this show. We put it on YouTube. Search uh, up next. What are we at? YouTube.com slash up next. It's been yes, a while. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all the whole show is up there if you want to check it out, but um, it's in sections. But there's the promo videos, including an epic intro from David Myers, a.k.a. Not, not Josh, Josh Groban. Yeah, not actually Josh Groban. I had a lot of friends asking me, wait, is Josh Groban <laughs> show up at Up Next Mania? No, not Josh Groban, uh, who did a fantastic job. Better Dickie- than Josh Groban. Yeah, oh, 100%. Yeah. He has a theme. We have a new theme song. We could use that in, yeah. uh, in this is a be- wonderful voice. Every year. Yeah. Uh, and then Dickie, uh, who like put these videos together, but there's this epic eight-minute prime target for my match with me versus Chris, Cactus Chris Elliott. Uh, for the three stages of hell. The first round was Stone Cold Trivia that he chose. Mm. He, I think he, I didn't get anything right. I think he swept me. He, he's, <laughs> yeah, he did. It was, it was like Johnny Gargano, Adam Cole in the two out of three falls. Yeah. Just right away, boom, it was done. I was like, oh, okay. Well, that sucked. But then 
the second stage of hell was my selection, which you came up with the final beat game where you played one beat, one second, millisecond of a song, and we had to guess which wrestler it was. And I think it was safe to say I, I, I crushed you, him. On you that. did very well there. Crushed yeah. him on that one. Yeah, I got he 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 got some good ones, but I I was pretty good. And then the the final fall was an exploding barbed wire Twitch chat game trivia, yeah. and that was pretty crazy. And uh, I'm seeing some of the 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 people in the Discord and the Facebook group of Up Next and and all this stuff. There's, there's there seems to be like controversy. Yeah. So I. Uh... I popped in the Twitch room the other day on Friday, yeah. the day after, um, as the other guys were doing their show. Oh, you mean the guys who didn't win the match for that, the tag that titles? That is true. Yeah. That is okay, true. Just making sure. Every 6.30 on Twitch, join them on a Friday. Um, but yeah, and Chris Elliott started to say, well, hang on. You you said that um, it was Austin versus, I think it was what Austin versus Sean at that SummerSlam or Survivor Series, whatever mm. the question was. Whereas it was Austin versus Brett. So I'd have got that question right, or it was the other way around. Whatever. Right, right, right. I look it up, I'm like, Chris, you're right. But you won the first round anyway. So that doesn't make yeah. a difference. Yeah. And then there was there was disputes that um, when it was two all in the, in the final game, mm. and you were asked that final question, that you answered it, answered it after the buzzer. But again, that would have made it a draw, and it's champion's advantage, guys. Well, I so watched it back. Way, I, wa- I got it either right. Either way, on... you're the champion. I, like that was a shoot. I'm brother. sorry, Chris. You you put up a that was a, a shoot. valiant battle, but you're the champ. Look, that's what happens. Chris Elliott is a is a fantastic sport. And again, go check out this video. The the next round from Dickie Bird. Shout out Dickie Bird. Shout out Chris Elliott. Uh, and Sino, who is also in the video, as well as you and me. And it's this hype video for this match. Go watch. It's on our Instagram, IGTV, or whatever that thing is as well, at Up Next Podcast. Go watch this, because Chris Elliott was a fantastic sport throughout this oh, whole thing. Oh, great. It was an epic story. He's legit, like, uh, uh, one of our, our biggest fans, great listener. He's always in Twitch. He's everything. And he's a world champ patron. We've had him on the show. We've become internet friends. And... He he won the the rumble and it was this whole story and it was so much fun. But uh, people need to forget things. They they tend to forget things that that I won. I'm the champion. Everyone everyone now and everyone before they were they were they were trying to watch the throne. But the problem is they can't see me. They can't see me. Nosebleed seats. And and I finally got to prove to everyone that I'm not just some. Some 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 flash in the pan and and they they try to make me this bad guy and well shit is hot up in the six right now and the Brady is the champion and it doesn't matter if if Way wants Way's scared he's go- joining some tag team he doesn't he doesn't even want to mm. to fight me he knows he can't beat me there's no, there's no competition and it looks like you know our next big games thing will probably be sometime around SummerSlam yeah and uh, I'll 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 be keeping this title. My, nice my record is far too low right now. I, I need to get onto Dark Elevation and try and get my wins up because I'm like 0-7 <laughs> right now. So I, I'm coming nowhere near that title. I do just want to chat, shout out the Twitch room right now. Eric Marcotte might have line of the night where he said, I can't believe they cut the Maddie B Memorial Battle Royal <laughs> from the network version. 
<laughs> yes, we did make a little peacock edit. <laughs> we even got retweeted by Kona Reeves for the Memorial Battle Royal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what what a crazy time. Uh, thanks, everyone, for tuning in and stuff. And again, go watch the videos if you have not. We left. We decided to put it out for free on the YouTube. But definitely check out this this. NXT round. I feel like I'll be showing this to people and they'll be like, what is yes. Yeah. And people will be like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> uh, and, and I know that, I know that, you know, maybe, you know, certain people, uh, go retweet it and stuff and let people see the, the great work of Dickie Bird. Oh, yeah. He made, I, I think me and Chris cut, and you and Sino cut better promos than most of the WWE. Mm-hmm. like that's just how i feel uh lately so go check that out and thank you everyone uh we had a wild week we did so many podcasts uh covering wrestlemania both nights of mania both nights of takeover we did watch alongs wrestlemania week was just wild we did a best match ever wrestlemania show stealers that's out on the patreon last week or yeah last week we put out a mortal combat review yes reviews from the six not the new one but the 1995, I made you watch it. We oh, even yeah. watched it together. That was a 420 moment. Thrilling. Yeah. yeah. It's your new favorite movie. <laughs> Definitely. You love Johnny Cage versus Scorpion so much. And we talk about that on the Patreon. And uh, maybe we'll be talking a little bit about the new movie when it comes out. But uh, so go check that out as well. But we've been podcasting so much and it felt like finally, like the past few days, it was like kind of chill. Yeah. Now we were like debating whether to do a watch along on Saturday for something that happened. Oh right. Yeah. And instead we decided to chill. Yeah. We got Cafe Dip, which was amazing. Our favorite Italian yeah, here in Toronto. It's great, a staple. Um and we watched my front runner for promotion of the year, <laughs> Triller. Good lord. And yeah, what an event. This was wonderful. Yeah. I had a great time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> shout out all your friends who always make fun of you because wrestling's fake. <laughs> shout out all the people in the world who think wrestling's fake. That was an interesting thing. I a, loved a it. a weird night. I have this weird love-hate relationship with Pete Davidson. I can't tell if I absolutely hate him or absolutely love him. I feel the same way about Tony Danza. I've been having to watch a lot of Who's the Boss at Work, and I'm like, I right. can't tell if you're so bad that I love it or you're just you're actually good. Mm. Like you're lit. I can't. That's how I feel about Pete Davidson. And he said a lot of things on that trailer show that even they censored yes. on certain parts. But yeah, uh, that was interesting. Yeah, mm. what? Frank Muir was fighting... There was the the slap fight with Ric Flair and Pete Davidson. That was, that was the that, highlight. That happened. Yeah. Yeah. I um, th- I don't know. I felt like I fell asleep and I was dreaming that. It was. <laughs> it felt like Kevin Dunn edited it because they kept cutting away whenever like the slap actually came. Yeah. I, yeah. That was weird. It was rigged. Um. It was a cinematch. <laughs> it, was. it was. a cinematch <laughs> slap fight with Ric Flair just fucking rolling. I don't like know what boxing was going on. card with um, fucking Justin Bieber, and Mount. Pleasant snow, what were they called? <laughs> oh, Mount yeah, Westmore. I mean, yeah, what was going on with that? So, yeah, the Black Keys open up, and I'm like, fuck yeah, Black Keys, because I, I, I fuck with them. But then, yeah, there was like the the debut of this super hip hop group. So it's Ice Cube, it's Snoop Dogg, it's Too Short, and it's your favorite rapper ever now, E40. I loved explaining who these people were to you. You knew who Ice Cube and and Snoop Dogg were. I don't know if you're familiar with Too Short, but E40 definitely had your attention because little known fact about uh, the BDE, but yeah. you know I always play like trap music and hip hop and mm. stuff, and you're not usually a fan, but you are a fan of uh, 
I'm sorry for people who listen in the car with other people, but bitch, I ain't fucking with you. Oh, yeah, my favorite. Yeah. That's like your favorite song. Yeah. And, and I was explaining that E40 is, is on that You don't stupid song. ass bitch, I ain't fucking with you. <laughs> yeah, that one. That one, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. And now you love E40. Yeah, he's great. So that you just love Triller. Well, I'd have just thought these four guys would have come up with something a bit better. Yeah. They're, uh, they're old, though. i got to say, I, I woke up kind of singing it in the morning. What song but, is it? What song is it? I don't know. I don't just, even remember it. It was just about... Getting some... Was it like Snoop Dogg's Cody Rhodes? It was like... Sasha, Sasha Banks remix version? It was like, bit something in the back. And, oh, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah with right. the windows all down and my titties hanging out. It was... <laughs> we should... We should was, make, I'm pretty sure they were the lyrics. We should make a rap album where you just talk talk <laughs> like that over drill beats that I make. <laughs> That's how UK rappers was, sound to me. Grunt. Yeah, I don't know. Like, No, no, I know what you mean. It's, it's like wrestling. It's like you've got four 50-year-old men coming together... And you're meant to be, like, top of your game. Right. And you, the four of you together come up with, let's get a hooker in the back of our car. <laughs> I feel like hip-hop is wrestling, and I've compared it to, to it a million times. But it's like Ice Cube and Snoop Dogg are like your, your old... It's like Sting and, and, I don't know, maybe, like, not Randy Orton, but, like, older generation people mm. that are just solely on their name can get like buys sure yeah whereas like more people would be interested like say what you will about like a justin bieber but like a lot of people would were interested in watching him perform of, of course yeah. yeah like so like it's it is it's not quite up my alley i can't say i'm going to and listening to new snoop dog music <laughs> i'd say snoop is a bonus he's always like yeah. a fun bonus and he's lit i wouldn't i don't know if i'd say he's a draw i don't know if i'd say i gotta watch that because snoop's on it right but if i'm planning to watch something and someone goes oh snoop's gonna be commentating on this i'm like oh okay that sounds fun yeah whereas i'm sure bieber has like millions and millions of fans that will watch him do whatever whether it's boxing wrestling some tv show whatever like yeah. they'll tune in it like AEW. yeah <laughs> i overall like it's such a ridiculous show and i i i i thoroughly like can say i was entertained it was terrible but, but yeah, yeah that's what i mean yeah it was a car crash but it definitely it felt like it, it, had, it felt like wcw they had all this money that they can just buy all these appearances and it, it i don't want it to sound like that guy but it kind of it kind of it looked rigged to me a lot of it looked rigged to me not even just the main event i said it earlier and then i was like uh, is any of this actually real boxing i, I mean i don't know <laughs> i listened to to john Pollock yeah okay and and he said he'd have waved off the fight okay well. so i don't know i i go by with him what do you mean like he says it he, was... he said no the like the knockout where oh, he, okay. he got up and then the ref was like nah he's done all right all right yeah. okay so he so, said yeah like that was probably the right call. so you're saying uh combat sport professional journalist john pollock loves loves triller and jake paul yes shit that's wild mm. damn jake paul versus connor then let's go we, we gotta get john's cool one of them <laughs> oh, with Snoop and Morrow? Yeah. Whoa. Dude, that'd be wild. Yeah. Damn. That'd be crazy. I don't think he'll be interested. No. But we'll put it out there. Still wish he did New Japan, though. Yeah, that would be That cool. would have been sick. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we watched Triller, and that was an interesting night. It was cool. It felt like it felt like an old-school pay-per-view night, though, even though the fights... It, everything in between was fun, but the fights were not like... Oh, the fights were terrible. Yeah, it yeah. was just like you wanted all the... Ex- it's like watching the Super Bowl for the commercials, mm. is what that felt like. Uh, I also watched the Stone Cold A&E uh, doc. Yes. That was pretty crazy. Yeah, I, I liked it. It was, it was really well done. 
I can't say I really learned anything from it. Yeah, like, a lot yeah. of it has already been talked about if you listen to his podcast or his books or whatever. Um, but it was good. I kind of, because they're doing, I believe, eight of these with fe- featuring different right, wrestlers. Okay. Part of me was like, if you're going to do Austin, I'd rather you do a kind of like the Michael Jordan dive and have eight episodes on Austin where you can really focus on like his his WCW career, which is something I'm not as familiar with, like going more in detail about that. But it was, what, an hour and a half straight through and kind of just going through his career. I thought it was well done. Um, I thought it was interesting they didn't really mention any of the stuff with Deborah. Yeah. It kind of was just... Yeah, I I drank a lot. Out, I drank a lot, made some bad decisions, and this is this is where I'm, this is where I'm torn. And I'm don't take no one take this like I'm not being an asshole. But they they WWE produces these with a a and e, mm. and then there's Dark Side of the Ring, which like definitely go into like the real dark side of wrestling. Yeah. It seems like they're just trying to make stuff like that, but don't cover. It's like uh, NWA straight out of Compton with Dr. Dre and like. They did the same thing. They're just like, and we'll skip over a few things. Yeah, it's just it's hitting the beats you already know with so all of these guys. That's where I'm. This is where I'm at. Like, I I I love Stone Cold, and I thought this was a fantastic mm. documentary. But then there's there's people that like will just say, yeah, like he's the greatest, and and support his him, and I I think he he is the greatest, mm. and I, we don't know you know everything and stuff. But then there's people, especially now in in wrestling, who are like, oh, uh, we can't support so-and-so because of certain things. Mm. And I'm like, well, like, like, does that counter out John Lennon? Does that count? Like, there's so many bad things. And, and I, I hate that kind of stuff. Do not, again, I'm not trying to sound like any, some sort of supporter mm. or anything, but it definitely confuses me as fans. And it goes way beyond wrestling with music, especially, mm. right? You go to a party. Well, you don't go to parties anymore. Obviously we can't, but. Someone puts on Chris Brown, right? Mm. There's always someone who's like, turn that off. No Chris Brown here. And someone will be like, well, like, ah, uh, like, it's, it's fine. It's mm. fine. But absolutely no one at no circumstances ever will put on R. Kelly ever again. Mm. So maybe there's like, at the end of the day, we're all hypocrites. Yeah. And, yeah. And that's okay. Like, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't try and get so, uh, like, torn about it. You're going to make your own decisions and people are going to, be hypocritical they are gonna listen to one thing and not do another like we are we've been called out on it there people go oh you you say all this about trump and stuff yet you're covering a a program which like supports Mm. him which financially supports him so like you're a hypocrite and it's like yeah i am and the austin thing it's weird because it's kind of it's always been a bit hush-hush, like we know something happened, but then it kind of got sorted behind closed doors and nothing really got ever said about it. And apart from that blip, you see you see him so much in interviews and things, and you, I don't know, you believe he's a good guy? Definitely. At least I do. He always yeah. comes across very genuine, and you go, okay, uh, like, am I giving him a pass because of that? Am I, and am I going, it was a bad time in his life or whatever? I don't know. It's, and it, I, I think that's where you hear a documentary like this is coming out. And part of the hope is that it is maybe covered a bit more. So you as a fan can go, like, if he owns up, like, 
says everything that right. happened. Yeah. You can go, okay, that was a shit thing. And I, I do think that about you, but you seem to have grown and changed as a person. But you see the documentary and it doesn't cover that at all. So there's still, especially with everything coming out last year with speaking out yeah. and stuff, it though those kind of things resurface and it it does make you question, but I think in in general, like every everyone's going to have their own qu- kind of personal rules with people and opinions, and don't beat yourself up if some of your opinions contradict other opinions. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, and we're just having again. Don't don't think, hey, well, I don't. What are you guys trying to say? It's like no, we're just having a, a straight up conversation. But it's like, yeah, it it it's 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 interesting. I always I always like think that way and i'm like oh man like who they i see a pr- promo for nxt uk and i go oh uh wait is this person ca- I, there needs to be a website to go mm-hmm. am i allowed to support mm-hmm. and you you google them and this happens someone's about to listen to this and patent it but mm-hmm. and it's like what a fucked up world we live in that yeah. that is a, the, that could be a thing because mm-hmm. like yeah i'm like ah do I, I don't know but i again i watch wrestling because it's a form of entertainment and a nice escape and Somehow we're forced to talk about really awkward things on a 420 show. This is the 420 show, so uh, expect more tangents as we go along. I think I asked you how your day was, and we're like, does this guy cancel? Let me tell you something. (laughs) Yeah, uh, well, we had a fun week, realistically, uh, for for being shut down. Uh, We're in Toronto, we've mentioned, and it seems like we're stuck in this bubble and the world is moving forward and we're just completely not. So I don't know. We, we all we can do is fucking watch wrestling and, mm. and watch movies and stuff like that. And the, the podcast here has been very helpful. We podcast so much. We're, we have our highest month ever mm. on Patreon. Guys, only five bucks USD for patreon.com slash up next gets you access to all the podcasts we've done, all the shows we've mentioned over the past year and a half or so. All this stuff is on the Patreon. Is that Chris Elliott? He's a draw. He headlined the pay-per-view. He, yeah. <laughs> it's, our best, it's our best month. It, I mean, Chris Elliott is is a patron. He was a world champion. And if, if you're patrons, you get invited to these games. And maybe mm-hmm. one day, you know, if you're a lucky person. You, you could be a champion. You could too. be. Well, you could almost get there. Yeah. No. But shout out Chris <laughs> Elliott. Love that guy. But yeah, uh, so go support us because our month, this month was crazy with WrestleMania and Up Next Mania and stuff. And I feel like a lot of people watched the the work and uh, the work rate that went into Up Next Mania and were like, "Yeah, I kind of want to check these guys out." So we appreciate it. And Thank you. Yeah, we appreciate it. Go support and us, and and that's kind of how we've been rocking these days. We've been apartment hunting. No one likes us because we're because well. we're silly podcasters. So go uh, put a smile on our face and buy us. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Can't even go to. Can we go to an hotels? Airbnb? Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and prowrestlingtees.com slash up next uh, is where you can get uh, our hoodies that everyone seems to yeah. be rocking, including Martin Bushby, who oh, yeah. wore his to on d- BBC. BBC. <laughs> that was amazing. Yeah, if you want to be like Martin, go. He said it was it. the first thing on the top of the pile that he just put on, but I, I know it was more than that. Thank well, you, Martin. It looks cr- it looks crisp. Yeah, like these hoodies. Yeah, shout out Martin, who was also on Up Next Mania. Uh, so yeah, we've been uh, doing so much, and that's how you can support us and listen to all the podcasts. We mentioned Mortal Kombat, all the best matches ever. Was next. We have a new Was next coming out this week, uh, where it's like what Cesaro versus Alberto Del Rio randomly. No, Cesaro versus Biggie. Sorry, Cesaro, yeah. Cesaro versus With Biggie. Alberto just, just chilling, chilling there for no reason. Yeah, yeah, that's an interesting one. We also have an Up Yours mm. coming up, where world champs you get to pick stuff and we review it with you and. 
Chris Thunder from Down Under has chosen some Aussie wrestling. Yeah, MCW, Melbourne City Wrestling Brewery Brawl. That's hard to say, Brewery Brawl. Yeah. 2019. Okay. Featuring some stars uh, that we're going to talk about tonight. Indy yeah. Hartwell. So many. Taking on Millie McKenzie. Crazy. Uh, loads of familiar names there. So uh, we'll be talking about that very soon. And the link is on the Patreon for you to watch the show. Yeah, sweet. So go check it out mm-hmm. if you're interested in watching and listening as well. But yeah, uh, all, all these shows, like I mentioned, everything in the back catalog is for North American tier. Uh, you get everything. Uh, the Cruiserweight tier. We throw you some random bones here and there with some random shows. And then for World Champs, you get everything you get behind the BDE, which reminds me we need to do one soon. And uh, you get to be able to come on up yours and and all that stuff. But go check us out uh, because we are proudly supported by you guys, our patrons, and uh, we appreciate it. But hey, maybe if you just like listening to this show, that's okay, too. That's all right. That's okay. Just maybe go give us a nice Give us a nice rating, a nice comment. Go follow us on the socials at Up Next Podcast. Or just... Yeah. Smile when you listen to us. Yeah. Because we'll feel it in our hearts. <laughs> <laughs> Every time you, you laugh when you listen to us, we know. We, we know. Feel it. We know. Yeah. We feel it. No matter where you are. If you're listening to us while you're driving. You're just just walking. just give a little smile now, wherever you are. <laughs> just, just know. Just stop. Take a moment and smile. We'll feel it. See, wasn't that great? We've got to talk about NXT yeah, at some point. Yeah, let's, let's talk about <laughs> NXT. <clears throat> yes, let's talk about NXT 420 from 2021. Ah, uh, last year was 420 was ruined. Years of people waiting for 420 last year. And it was oh, yeah, okay. 420. Yeah. We go to the Capitol Wrestling Center NXT from April 20th, 2021, and we have a new theme song. Yeah. Poppy. It's Poppy. Yeah, it's it's pretty... Is this the same one from Stand and Deliver? I, I couldn't tell. It it seemed similar. Yeah, sometimes you know, these... Some screaming and then some cute little singing and then more screaming. Right, it goes in and out of it. Yeah. And it's got the new Triple H NXT logo. Yes, it's <laughs> very know? Triple H, it's this so whole tri- thing. I like what we, we, we have, but I want more... Skulls. <laughs> Just skulls and crossbones. And Poppy. And Lots poppy. of Poppy. Poppy, Poppy. Uh, it seems like Kyle O'Reilly has a bit of an update to his theme, too. I could be crazy. It's still the same one he came out to uh, at TakeOver. Yeah, it might be tweaked a little. It has something. Maybe it's mixed differently or as additions added. Something's something's there, but it sounds it sounded better this time than yeah. maybe the first time. But maybe that's just themes and they grow on you mm. and such. But Kyle O'Reilly starts the show and it's not Vest Kyle. No. It's Cool Kyle, ladies and gentlemen, officially. Okay, oh, wow. Th- this this guy must be listening and has has heard me <laughs> shitting on that stupid vest he was wearing. Oh, I love the vest, but this and, looks way better. <laughs> and he's now just dressed like me. Yeah, well, you don't have this hat though. I I've had a hat like that. You had a fedora, I, but the the jean jacket. Yeah, explain his look. The rip. Okay, jean jacket, like a a white t shirt with some like print design yeah. on it. Ripped black jeans. Yeah, Converse. And sunglasses. And the hat. And the, like, little white trilby, like, straw hat. Right. Yeah, he dressed like me. He's, you're Cool Kyle. I'm Cool Kyle. You're, you're Wavy Davy. <laughs> <laughs> cool Kyle. Uh, so Cool Kyle comes out. He says he's, he's, in a, he's in a better mood. He's air guitaring. He's just, like, he's, he's a new man, it seems, mm. all, like, already. He says, in life, we face challenges. And take over, stand, and deliver was the toughest 
and personal challenge I've ever had. And and now I'm in a good mood and it's all behind me. Adam Cole is behind me. I can be my own man. I can be myself and I like it a lot. He loves Dumb and Dumber. Oh. I've mentioned the Dumb and Dumber soundtrack about me and him are big, both big. Oh. I've got a lot of bites when I mention that. A lot of people are like, yo, that soundtrack. It's lit. Kyle knows. And he's quoting it here. He says, but people are asking, what is next for Kyle? Well, to succeed here, you have to have killer instinct. And I think I found it. You have to go through extremes. And well, I, I have. And I know what my goals are, but maybe I don't. Do I go for the workhorse title, the North American title? Or do I go for the most dominant force? I got time. Ooh, a time reference is what he says. I must be talking about you, Carrion Cross. But Kyle is interrupted, not by Carrion Cross, but by Cameron Grimes, mm. who comes out. He says, congrats. He's looking quite dapper here. Yeah, like bottle green suit. Yeah, no, no shirt. shirt. Yeah. <laughs> He says, I made a killing on DraftKings because I bet on you. For some reason, you were the underdog in that fight, and I made a lot of money. So thanks. You're a top dog. You're the big dog, Kyle, is what he says. <laughs> he says, but what, what if you had someone to watch your back or to maybe invest in you? You know, I could see it now. There could be the cool Kyle sunglasses. Or what about that moment when you, you hit Adam Cole with that knee? We could, we could make that an NFT. Could sell it. I still don't know what an NFT is. Still don't. No matter how many times someone's tried to explain it to me. Yeah. I still don't know. I never will. It's like, like chess. Never like, never gonna I, I if I if I you was ever, you don't know no, chess? What do you no, mean you don't I'm know 31 chess? If I, I'd have learned it by now. Dude, what? Yeah. What about checkers? Yeah, that's easy. You're playing checkers in a world of chess. Chess, exactly. <laughs> uh but yeah, NFTs. I'm That's shocking. Aren't like don't all British people like <laughs> learn chess? I don't know. <laughs> Osprey Zango. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so Cameron Grimes says, we can make KO coins. Yeah. And we could go to the moon. Kyle. Yeah, they, he mentions the uh, doggy coins. Dog, so, doge. Which, yeah, like I did okay yeah. in the last week. Are you going to the moon? <laughs> no, I, I haven't put, I didn't put enough on, but like. Yeah. Cameron Grimes, uh, sorry, Kyle says, hey, th- thanks for the doggy coin insight. So he is saying like, hey, thanks for letting me know yeah, that because I did that. And the stonks. So he says, let's celebrate. And he says, I have a match tonight. I've been cleared, says Kyle. And apparently I have an opponent and he's looking around for it. And Cameron's like, oh, you're looking for someone in the opponent? Like pick someone. I saw Kona standing there. He was hanging out. He's like, pick me. He, Kyle didn't want that smoke though. Mm. He's like, mm, I'm not ready for the finest. Kona is on the entrance in the opening yeah. video though. Good for apparently. him. Bless him. So that's good. Shout out Kona. There's hope. The finest. Yeah. Kyle looks around and he's kind of like, hmm, I don't know where he is. So then he takes his sunglasses that he took off and he puts them back on. And then he goes, oh, there he is. And then he punches Cameron Grimes in the head with a forearm, lays him out, and then leaves while air guitaring. So later tonight is Kyle O'Reilly versus Cameron Grimes. He's basically doing the, what, 13 ghosts? I can't see you. I don't oh, know where right. the ghosts yeah. are. And then you put the <laughs> scary movie too, <laughs> the goggles. Yeah. Uh, I I like this direction for Kyle. It It isn't quite fully clicking with me yet. I They're taking, because he was always the Joker, 
in in Undisputed Era. And now they're trying to make that as a solo act. And at times it felt like he needed someone to play off of a bit. And I actually quite liked the idea of him and Grimes teaming just for just for a couple of weeks yeah. for fun. Because there was chemistry here between these two, I thought. Definitely. And although we had a great match at the end tonight, I thought, oh, actually, there's something here that you could play with for a few weeks. So... I think it's still a bit weird to see him solo. When he taps into the more serious side and just showing that he wants to win, I think he's he's great. But there's something... I think you said it. He's, he just seemed like a guy. And and that can be a really relatable thing. But there's there's maybe a slight disconnect with his his voice at the moment. Yeah. Uh, again, like, I, I, this guy has been wrestling for a long time. And wrestling fans, if you've followed uh, Kyle Riley, like, he's amazing. He, he could, like mess up anyone mm. on the mat like he looks like a killer when he wrestles and stuff but sometimes when he comes across it doesn't f- seem like it fits him like what he kind of like the way he comes out now he's all acting like kind of more he's doing he's tapping into comedy and stuff mm. which some of the comedy on disputed era that he did was amazing but some of it that he did was not good too. but it often worked because it was kind of in the background yeah 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 maybe yeah but i i i still like this is the kind of the first time they're definitely like trying to tap into the cool mm. Kyle because they're name dropping it like a few times. K- keep saying, "Go oh, cool Kyle." It's cool Kyle. It's like I hopefully they don't make like go overboard with it. Don't make it not cool. I, WWE. I agree. Yeah, yeah, because they could drum it into your head. They already like, are, and there'll be a t-shirt already. Um, I think it's it's early, and I think he's gonna f- feel a bit more comfortable as this goes on, and and I hope it feels a bit more. I don't know, organic. It kind of feels like if you watch your friend do stand up comedy. And they're not bombing, but they're not great. And you're just like, ah, yeah, it's it's doing well. You know? Yeah. That's kind of how I felt with this promo. Ah, he's it's Kyle. I like Kyle. And he's he's doing all right. He's yeah. he's trying out there. I can't say I did not like I, I like this. Yeah. I, it, it was definitely interesting. So mm. it had my attention full stop. And I definitely think him and Cameron Grimes, I know that it kinda comes to an end later on, but it's like, yeah, that would be funny if Maybe the thing where he's like, yeah, thanks for the insight. Like, maybe he could have used Cameron for a few weeks to get tips. Yeah, I thought that was a bit of fun. It's like Hangman Matt Hardy, almost, in a weird way. And, yeah, that's kind of what this is. Mm. (laughs) Um, So that's later tonight in the main event. Kyle versus Cameron to the moon. We go to Saray making her NXT debut backstage earlier today, walking into the arena in the parking lot. Be careful. William Regal's there to escort. She's got security and William Regal because they're like, hey, welcome to NXT. This is the parking lot. Be careful. Don't ever come out here by yourself, even if it's in the middle of the day. It's very dangerous. Florida is not safe. Okay. And Regal is like, hey, welcome to NXT. But they're interrupted by Zoe Stark, who has kind of been a newcomer here in NXT. And Zoe says, hey, I just want to introduce you to... NXT and I want to say that I'm such a big fan and I don't know if Regal has an opponent already picked out for you but I would love to be that opponent because I've been following your work and I'm a big fan I would love to wrestle you and Regal's like yeah let's do it so that match is later tonight and she's like all right I'll see you in the ring later tonight I think they're doing a great job with Zoe Stark just very pure baby face at the moment but they're making you notice her and they're making you root for her. And even here, just challenging, oh, you're the you're the new hot thing here. Mm-hmm. I want a match with you. I'd I'd like uh really appreciate it. Um 
I like it what they're doing, and it's making Saray feel like a big deal. Like yeah, everyone's like, okay. treating her like royalty coming in, um, which which just builds up the anticipation for a match. Yeah, which is later tonight. We have a promo from L.A. Knight. He says, what goes around comes around. People had to team up to beat me in that gauntlet match, and it's all Dexter's fault. So t- t- tonight, Dexter, you you crawling, cross-eyed halfwit, I'm taking you out. So this match is happening now. L.A. Knight versus Dexter Loomis. And I took this opportunity to teach you how to roll your first <laughs> joint ever, ladies and gentlemen. You've done it. I've I've failed before yeah but you've done it now i have i guess yeah yeah so while we were doing that we were watching this match and it's uh dexter who locks in the silence early on on la night here uh but he comes back gets he slithers around and escaping running around the ring uh there's a back body drop it's it's dexter doing the dexter stalking bit we go to commercial but when we come back dexter hits his spine buster then the tully slingshot suplex there's then brawling around the ringside and Indy Hartwell is on the other side of the glass and Dexter and her lock eyes again. And it's like a moment, like through the staring through the glass. Yeah, it's like in the prison, putting the, yeah. the hands up for Cable the Cable guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, H2O, Halloween, when she finally looks through the thing and it's Michael and, mm. and Jamie Lee. <laughs> it's like they're just looking at each other like... <gasps> but then... L.A. Knight takes advantage. He beats up on Dexter here. Dexter hits him with a flying axe handle. It was kind of weird. But while he's getting into the ring... Yeah, this bit was just mistimed because L.A. Knight's meant to be distracted by Indy and then turns around and his men turn around and then eat the double axe handle. But he turned around and just stood there for a while before it even hit. uh, Yeah, clunky. But while he's getting in the ring, it's... L.A. Knight who hits him with the party foul thing, but kind of again, uh, didn't really <laughs> didn't really look like much, but he pins him with it. Yeah, I didn't really think much of this. I'm both of these guys. I'm more interested out of the ring than in the ring. Like, but both have there there are positives to both of these guys. I I am quite enjoying, as I said last week, the the like index story. I think it's been quite fun for like just a little silly mid-card story i'm quite enjoying it i just don't enjoy his matches and la knight his promo before it sounds great like looks great he's got his Aaron sorkin walking through the corridor promo and then the match starts and i'm just like ugh. well this is la knight versus dexter loomis which means this is eli drake versus samuel shaw it's like two tna guys doing the same shtick they were doing a few years mm. ago that really wasn't too exciting and it's this this was the low point of the show for me yeah but yeah um the real story comes after because indy and uh dexter which wait didn't the show end with them walking off so like wouldn't they have like talked already he doesn't talk well like wouldn't he talk to him (laughs) like they didn't explain like what had happened wouldn't they have exchanged phone numbers they're not being very public about it. Oh, I guess. okay. Yeah. Uh, well, then, they like want a bit of privacy. They're seeing. They're seeing as if they they haven't still haven't like talked or had a moment together because right. it's still Indy like earning for that, like mm. like wanting that thing. She even tweeted after some of these segments, like, "Oh, I'm looking for my first kiss." So right. it's like, okay, so is that what this angle is? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So yeah, maybe last week he just took her to kind of the the back, the medics room, that kind of thing. Yeah. Maybe that's maybe we that should happened. have seen what have happened. Like for all the times they well, no, like we don't need to be told everything. There's, I, I guess yeah, 
Leave a little mystery. So Index, it looks like they're about to kiss right here. Mm. Finally. But the way all run out and stop Indy from kissing Dexter, and they drag her away. And uh, people are upset because Dexter didn't get his, his kiss. Poor Dexter. Poor, poor Indy. Uh, this will continue throughout the show. Will it ever? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Leon Ruff is backstage cutting a promo here on Isaiah Swerve Scott. He says, I'm done playing games with you and starts banging up against these lockers because that's where he beat up Swerve. He says, I've, I've said my piece. You have a problem with me. I've taken you out. It's your move. So looking to be maybe uh, a match that's maybe added to next week's uh, show because we raved about that oh, match last, last week. last week's match was great. And I thought Leon Ruff sounded great here. He had so much fire. Yeah. It sounded like from the heart. Didn't sound scripted. Um, I thought he sounded awesome. And his t-shirt was great as well. I don't think that's from WWE shop. But it was, it was a t-shirt of him. But I'm pretty oh. sure... It was nicer than this one on the store. It was a PWT one. Maybe. Uh, Uh, Yeah, I was impressed by Ruff here. Definitely. Definitely. I know we always say it's like, yeah, he's such a smaller guy compared to a lot of the wrestlers. But, man, he had a lot of bite in this promo. And I'm down for these two going at it again. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Give them more time. Oh, yeah. Because they killed it last week. We have a sit-down interview with the former women's champ, Io Shirai, who's being interviewed by Beth Phoenix a sit-down interview uh and eo it's definitely edited here because she's she's speaking english which we don't see a lot Mm. from eo here but it's beth asking some questions and eo says that take over stand and deliver was the biggest night of my life and beth is like hey uh remember that time raquel powerbombed you on the outside play play the clip and then they cut to the clip EO getting powerbombed on the outside and then EO's like hmm yeah that that hurt that sucks and Beth is like yeah yeah hey remember when you when When you got powerbombed in the ring and then she remember when she put you play the clip play the clip when she got pinned hey wait play the clip when she got pinned and EO's like yo bitch what the fuck What's your deal? What's going on? I thought they were setting up. I thought they were so excited. I thought we were setting up randomly just going fuck it Beth EO. This is funny because it it felt like the Stone Cold Sessions, even even the kind of setup of it. But in them, it's uh, it's non kayfabe, right. right? So Austin's like showing clips from a match and goes, "What were you thinking when, <laughs> when you did that thing there? What were you thinking?" And this is Beth just going in kayfabe. When you got power bombed, how was that? It's like, yeah, it sucks. Yeah, Beth. it sucks. And then it happened again. It really yeah. hurt. <laughs> it wasn't She's good. Like, yeah, I'm, and then you I'm lost. <laughs> How do you feel? Like you had a really good rain and then you lost. It's kind of like uh, between two ferns. Yeah. <laughs> it did have that vibe. She's just being mean to him yeah. for no reason. She's just being mean to EO, I mean. So EO says, yeah, this, this sucked, essentially. She then says, wrestling is all about challenge. And Raquel was the biggest, toughest challenge yet. And when the time is right, I will get my rematch. And, well, what's next for, for me? Well, I was champ for over 300 days. My body needs rest. I need time. And then she's interrupted because a, the little dog mm. shows up on the table here. Interrupting the promo, the interview, is the little dog, Presley, and Frankie Monet. Mm. Just keep, keep showing up at great times. Was it Presley, the dog? I think yeah, it's Presley. I think that's what she said. Uh, and then she's just kind of mean here. Frankie shows up and says, oh, EO, like, you're such a good champ, but, like, clearly Raquel's better and, like, you're kind of old news now. And mm. Beth, like, I used to watch you when I was a kid. 
Yeah. <laughs> like you're old, essentially. And Beth kind of takes it as a slap. She's like, oh, was that a backhanded compliment? And Frankie's just kind of being a mean girl. And uh, EO doesn't take too kindly with this. So EO stands up, gets in her face, and just starts ripping her in, in Japanese. Just starts yelling at her in Japanese. And Frankie's like, ah, I, I, I can't understand you. But the funniest part is EO's just yelling at her in front of the dog <laughs> and the dog's just got this <laughs> dumb smile the dumb like, dog like now smile <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like so funny because eo's like ah going off yelling and the dog's just like <laughs> smiling there eo stops says something looks at the dog looks at frankie and says i like cats <laughs> and walks off i thought uh i thought this was actually a better introduction to frankie i think it just worked better with the dog kind of coming into shot uh she's she's great i mean this is the kind of character she was playing on impact and she's very good at it um and mixing her in right away with the the top women and i guess i don't know if eo is gonna take a little break or we're going to this feud right away but i'm okay with this maybe for a first feud yeah before eo goes back to the championship yeah, Io should take like a few weeks off and mm. and chill for for a little while. Have Frankie get a few wins in before that and build up. Yeah, that. I think so. Yeah, yeah, maybe go with that, and then maybe Io beats her and gets the rematch yeah. for a big TV special or something. Who knows? Uh, but overall, like, yeah, I I kind of was like, all right, like I I, I think Io Shirai has a good promo. Like mm. people people love Asuka when she's like yelling in a different in japanese but again japanese where it's like you can't really understand her sometimes but then a few words they do say in english and it almost makes it like stand out like yeah. very strong sounding and eo definitely looked very intimidating when she got like in her face like i i mean I, i'm interested in watching this match yeah definitely the uh, tay valkyrie frankie monet was in what like lucha underground and stuff too or uh because eo was I, there i think she did I think she did Lucha. Yeah. Because um, she calls herself like the, the queen of Lucha or something right. on, on the indies. But yeah, I think these two could, could tear it up as well. But I'm I'm fine with Io kind of like taking a little chill time. I mean, she was the champ for a long time. But yeah. down the line, I'm just happy she's not on like Raw or SmackDown. Yeah. Yet. Yeah. We'll see how long this lasts. Oh, God. Maybe the rematch first. I think I would watch Raw if Io was on it. I would try. Yeah. I would. I really would. Was not good. It's not a good show. <laughs> it broke John on yesterday. Yeah, listening to them, he was broken. Yeah, yesterday's was so bad. It, it's it. as if Mania never happened. Right, watching it. Yeah, you're like oh, you were building up to Mania for so long, mm. and now it's it's like when you're back at work after Christmas. It's just like what's happened. This is dull. <laughs> it's, it's just boring. I, yeah, like, I mean, this, the that's NXT. How it's been for a while. We might be negative on it at times but it's a really good show compared like to, it's a really good wrestling show compared to some of the other shit yeah just me yeah i'm so grateful just if i if someone if if i was like tony khan right now and i had a fed mm. i'd just make io shirai wwe world champion do it that's what i would do yeah that's how you get people to watch well io's gonna take a little break and she reminds us that she likes cats she's yes, like yes i like cats too you're a cat person or a dog person uh i'm I'm kind of both. I've only mm. ever had a cat. Okay. Yeah. Didn't turn out too well. Well, may, well, don't get a dog. No. Okay. <laughs> not not soon. Not anytime soon. We'll get something out of next place. <laughs> I'm definitely a dog person. I'm really. I'd a love li- a dog. Yeah. I really love a dog. Puggles are lit. Huskies are pretty lit. I had a lab as well, white lab. But um, 
I like I'm not, I like cats too. Cats are assholes and dogs are dumb. Mm. And I'm very allergic to cats. So like I think they're cool and they definitely like me, but I'm like ugh, it sucks like just being around them. Mm. I, I, I die. But dogs are I think dogs are more lit. Yeah. And Frankie Monet's dog is cute. We go to what I have written down here and you're going to be mad or laugh. The British police. It's I think uh <laughs> yeah, they're the Queen's guards. These beef are nutcrackers. Beef eaters. Beef eaters. Uh, beef eaters are technically wear something different. I can't remember what these names are. But yeah, the tall hats, uh, the uniforms, these these stand outside Buckingham Palace and right. guard the Queen. The serious. And they do the changing of the guard. Yeah. That was the best bit about it. The costume. So this is Breezango. Right. Dressed as beef eaters. Right. Um, and <laughs> they look ridiculous as they always do in their costume. But the best bit about it was they did the no smiling gimmick. Mm. Even when Grizzled Young Vets came out and were doing all that, <laughs> their shtick, right. they're just marching up and down like stern face. And I, I remember being a kid, like you try to break these guys, you try to make them laugh or something and they won't. They'll just stand there poker face the whole time. I so I think that was the best bit of this costume. <laughs> what movie is it where they try to break, is it Austin Powers? Probably, uh, yeah, yeah, when they try to break the, the face. Yeah. yeah pop them i guess uh <laughs> I, I i thought this was funny i g- don't again i i like breeze angle they definitely have a nice spot here in nxt mm. i genuinely thought they were in the people that were released this week yeah you said that <laughs> thankfully not thankfully I not like yeah angle. i sound like a dick today but i'm not trying to i'm just like yeah uh i was like oh there's oh you're still here <laughs> just all right all right okay we didn't really mention that either, but uh, Samoa Joe, what? Yeah. Oh, we just yeah we just did the in memoriam. Yeah. Up next. Yeah, we didn't talk instead. about any of the people that were released. Yeah. Uh, Samoa Joe. Yeah. Can go. We we won't get Joe and Walter, but we get Joe and Ishi. Maybe possibly maybe. if he's cleared to wrestle. Who who are some people like anywhere else other than WWE? That are some matches? Would you like to see him in New Japan? Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know what his body can do anymore. Yeah. Like, I'd love to see him in a G1 or something, obviously, but I don't know if he can really do that anymore. Ishii match, obviously. Ishii, Kota. Like, it, a- anyone. Anyone there. Shingo. Yeah, um, I think that if you were to... I'm not a betting man, mm. but put money on CM Punk versus Samoa Joe happening. In AEW. You think that'll happen at AEW? End game. Okay. <laughs> End game. All right. We'll see. We'll yeah. see. Yeah. You know I love the wild shit. Tell me all your, your, your... I mean, it goes completely against what Punk said in that interview where he went, like, if I come back, I want to face new people. He not- said he wants Kenny. Yeah. Uh, and that everyone wants to fight Kenny. Like, that's yeah. just because he's the guy. But, like, Joe versus Kenny sounds great. Mm. Punk versus Kenny sounds great. But, like... Yeah, yeah just be good. You'd have to get better one, on the show again. One, <laughs> you talk about Joe? Yeah. Yeah, he loves Samoa Joe. Uh, I think that's something that could like happen. If if any of these guys, if both of those guys decide to wrestle, it would be really fucking funny if they just decide, yeah, we'll do it for a shit ton of money and mm. not WWE product yeah. to, to kind of be like, screw you. Yeah, I would put, I, I think that's something that can happen. Two end games. All right. Kenny and Coda. After he beats Rich Swan for the Impact title as the the collector, and then I don't know wins the beats Osprey for the Divas title, <laughs> and then Coda has to fight him 
challenging or something. I don't know. Okay. Fantasy Should book. we get back to NXT? Yeah, I guess so. Talk about the British police. Um, and the, the Brits they're, they're, they're facing are not too happy about these guys dressing up, mocking their monarchy, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Um, you you thought you you thought they were going to come dressed up as Prince Philip? No, I thought I thought they were. This was their tribute for Prince Philip. I forgot their opponents were British. I thought, oh, are they doing that for Prince Philip? Well, Grizzled Young just a funeral, wasn't it? The Grizzled Young vets are really pissed, and he's like, "Are you having a laugh, you ignorant Yanks? Take that daft cosplay and jog off." We're going to beat you. And the match starts here. Uh, <laughs> I said British police. I wrote it again. Breezango versus Grizzled Young Veterans. And um, it's Breezango who have the advantage. Keep getting the upper hand on the Grizzled Young Vets here. Finally sending them to the outside. And then Tyler Breeze holds the ropes as Fandango does this awesome tope on Hilo. Get a commercial break. There's They come back and it's... James Drake, who who like goes off the top and tweaks his leg, tweaks his knee, mm. and Drake, the other, the ref Drake, who is back, is like, "Hey, get away from Drake! He he hurt his knee for a second. And while the ref is distracted, Gibson, uh, I think, pokes Fandango in the eye there, or maybe it was Breeze, which allows for a distraction. They then work down on Fandango here with the dropkick flatliner combo, but the hot tag to Breeze, who comes in, flying lariat, a beautiful side Russian leg sweep and it's only a near fall there's roll-ups and they throw Fandango out of there hit the ticket to mayhem and the Grizzle Young Vets get the win here good TV match I thought um I I really like these guys they, they've had a bunch of matches in different combinations and uh I think Brizango always put on quite fun TV matches and Grizzled Young Vets are great a solid win. I fully expect to see them against MSK at some point again down the line uh, after their great match they had with them. Uh, the Dusty final, yeah, I guess. Yeah, um, yeah I, I see that being the the final destination for a tag title match probably at the next TakeOver. But uh, I enjoyed this. Yeah, the next TakeOver should be those two teams. I think they, so. They build them up here, but obviously they could just do a big TV one yeah. as well. But uh yeah again like not disrespecting tyler breeze and fandango but i like yeah grizzle young that's shined here oh yeah and got over we go to indy hartwell who's being interviewed by Mackenzie mitchell she says that she requested this interview because uh i need to get the record straight i need to let it all out but she's interrupted again by the way johnny candace they're all there theory and they're interrupted again (laughs) by someone else bronson reed who says what? Don't you guys love love? Like, what's going on? What are you? What are you? What are you doing? Why are you stopping your girl from expressing herself? And wouldn't it be great if Dexter joined the Gargano family, Johnny? And he says, "Get out of here! What are you talking about?" And Gargano says, "Reed, I beat you for the title, and I retained. You're, it means you're going to the back of the line." And Theory steps in and says, "Don't you ever talk to Papa Johnny like that ever again." <laughs> And Johnny says, I love it when you call me Big Papa Johnny. Love it. He, Bronson says, well, I'll take your head off. And Theory says, why don't you fight me? And if you beat me, you get a shot at Johnny again. And says, he already talked to Regal and it's already happening next week. And Johnny's like, what the, wh- what? Cuckoo bananas, all that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Po- <laughs> uh, he's like, why did you do that? You lost to him just last week. He squashed you. And pokes his abs and he like flinches because they're still sore um 
maybe I I think the way are growing on me a little bit. I do I do think they're good at the comedy. Um, just they do good at the comedy. They do good at the comedy. <laughs> they're just uh, there's just a bit too much of it. Again, this was so many segments with the way this week. I think in short bursts, I don't mind it. Like one segment a week, maybe instead of five. Mm. But uh, we the plot thickens, I guess. <laughs> there's more. But wait, there's more. Uh, so next week, Theory versus Reed. Mm. And if he beats Theory, he gets another shot at Johnny. Yes. For that title. We go to our next match, which is Zoe Stark versus the Warrior of the Sun, Saray, who's making her debut here uh, tonight. It shows Zoe Stark's entrance and then goes to commercial with, like, as Saray's walking through the back area mm. that they have, like, the epic entrance area. They go to commercial and then they come back. There's an advertisement for NXT UK and Mustache Mountain forming again. And then Cameron Grimes is cutting a promo and talks about NFTs and how Ted DiBiase has outbought him in some of the stuff as he's reading this like envelope aloud. And he's like, oh my God. So there's, yeah, we've heard rumblings that they filmed some things with him and, and, uh, Million Dollar Man. Right. But it's just like, well, poor Zoe Stark's just hanging around the ring for so long. <laughs> yeah. So, uh- so this is uh, Cameron Grimes has made a deal. Uh, he thinks he's about to get a load of money, yeah. and then he's got a phone call which says after it closed, someone else made a kind of offer they couldn't refuse, um, and that was the million dollar man Ted DiBiase. So uh, fun, yeah. Uh, I, I enjoy Cameron Grimes. For me, he's he's kind of in the same role as Riddle on Raw, but I enjoy Cameron Grimes. Riddle is like the the doofus backstage, silly interactions with everyone, heels and baby faces both dislike him, find him annoying, and then has relatively good matches. And I, I kind of feel that's what Cameron Grimes is, but I enjoy the character a whole lot more. Yeah. He's definitely, I know he's trained by the Hardys, but he's definitely Big Money Matt, but like... Mm. <laughs> oh yeah, it's very similar character, but just more entertaining. Yeah, way more entertaining. Way more entertaining. Yeah, it makes more sense. Yes. And he's like more like current... It makes yeah, completely, completely. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, poor Zoe Stark, as you just said, just hanging around, hanging around, this getting cold in the ring. Even even Saray is probably waiting in the gorilla. Like, all right, like, is it my time to come? Yeah, I'm trying to make my. Is it always this long? What's going on? <laughs> so Zoe Stark versus Warrior of the Sun, Saray, her debut here in NXT. So for those not familiar, another one of these Japanese exports here mm. um the joshi style with stardom and and She's, such no she wasn't stardom um but yeah okay Women's, yeah yeah joshi over in japan yeah definitely um and has like great great history and they they showed clips of was it last week with the promo videos and stuff looked great yeah and beth phoenix is massively putting her over on commentary saying how excited she is about uh watching her and kind of goes through all the uh previous women we've had from japan uh really made this feel like a big deal sorry's debut yeah definitely definitely um best like did her either did her homework or genuinely is a fan yeah sorry she, like, it sounded pretty genuine yeah though. yeah sorry she, yeah she was not in shimmer is it uh or, she was no. in like princess of pro wrestling um seeing uh, some other ones but obviously stardom kind of is the, maybe the most popular there but uh didn't didn't she didn't them. wrestle for them no. yeah, yeah yeah uh so but she is wrestling here 
in NXT against Zoe Stark. Uh, she also has some sick entrance. In, like the, the entrance was pretty cool. The whole thing is like the sun and whatever. But the music, uh, I know WH Park already hates it, but uh, it sounded cool. I thought it sounded good. Yeah, it yeah. sounded pretty cool. Um, she's also really short. Five foot. Five she, foot. Her head barely goes over the top rope. Yeah. It was crazy. That's that's nuts. Uh, so this match starts off. They get pretty technical early on, and then she eventually has the advantage over Stark, where she jumps up on the ropes and does these like foot stamps to the back here. Uh, Saray locks in a Muda lock, but Zoe eventually gets out of that. Zoe takes control with a snap suplex, and then uh, there's like a forearm battle and kind of a, a forearm exchange here. Uh, Saray comes back with these running drop kicks, like into the ropes, which just mm. looks so like deadly here, especially coming from such like a small person. I think that's where a lot of her offense works because she is small. You've got to kind of throw yourself at the opponent. Um, and it worked for her. It, it, it becomes more believable, I think. Yeah. It's, you, you're not going to see this woman throwing her around but yeah complete drop kicks to the legs to the back to the head yeah i i thought it worked really well very like firecracker aggressive mm. here uh there's then a perfect plex fisherman suplex for a two count from saray there's then this crazy uh like exchange where zoe stark hits her with this like spinning super kick kind of marifuji hook kick style then a tiger suplex kip up and then a flying knee and I definitely was like, oh, Zoe Stark's beating Saray here because I bit on this yeah. near fall. What a great kick out here. Uh, Stark gets a little frustrated, goes for a 450, but it's missed. She kind of lands on her feet and gets hit into like an O'Connor roll again for a super close near fall from Saray this time. Uh, both to their feet, Saray's hitting super kicks and then this like exploder kind of suplex, more so like kind of dropping the person on their head and shoulders and pins Zoe Stark. Uh, Saray wins in her debut here in NXT. Uh, I thought this match was great. I think Zoe Stark's been so good in all, all her showing so far. Um, Saray, they put her over big time. Really great competitive match. We kind of mentioned her offense, how just fiery and quick it is. Um, even that the suplex she hit on Stark, because Stark is quite a bit bigger the like bridging northern lights was it or fishermen's or whatever yeah. how like the size difference was crazy um there's someone in the twitch ra- uh, room right now who's uh doesn't really get the booking of zoe stark so far i to be honest i've quite i see what they're doing and i don't mind it she's had competitive matches so far um she's not going to be going for a championship anytime soon she's positioned as this young rookie this hungry rookie and you see the potential in her and that one day she can get these wins it's just not happening right now and obviously she does have that win over tony storm which plays into what happens after but this was absolutely the right choice oh uh, yeah Saray is the star here who they're gonna hot shot right into the main event pretty soon i imagine but zoe stark looks great in the loss as well i, I thought this was a great match yeah um Apparently, Japanese women are just amazing yeah. at wrestling because every time NXT shows me these these people they bring in from other companies, I'm like, what the hell? Great, this yeah. is in- incredible. Um, five foot and just coming out here with these crazy strikes throughout the whole match. This was banging. Uh, definitely check this out. This was something kind of felt different and, and mm. really, really, really good. Uh, 
Zoe Stark reminds me of like when NXT would just look at Kyle O'Reilly and and Bobby Fish. They they were like enhancement talent. That's mm-hmm. it's like Johnny Gargano, Champa. They were enhancement talent. Yeah, like they, they went through the, kind of the similar things. We've seen people even like a Damian Priest. He came in, lost a bunch, went away, came like vignettes came, and yeah, it's she. She's a rookie in NXT, so she shouldn't be lo- She shouldn't be winning against these stars yet. But she's putting on a hell of a match and shows yeah. storyline wise. Oh, she's like this close each time. She's this close. She's not getting squashed by anyone. I, I really enjoyed this match. Yeah, me too. Uh, like I love the main event, but you you could say this is probably a hi- highlight of the show, maybe match of the night, really, because I it was like a little quick match, but it was some great little near falls and stuff from both women. This match, like obviously Saray making the deba- debut, but both like really brought it it yeah. felt like maybe stark was legit like i can't wait to wrestle you because i've watched you before yeah. or whatever but great stuff from from these women but you mentioned tony storm who comes out and attacks zoe stark on the outside beats her up and kind of stares her down so maybe perhaps stark versus tony round two or maybe tony versus saray uh, as well, who maybe he's like, hey, don't beat up my new friend mm. who, who I just beat, but don't well, only I can beat her. Sarai didn't do much. She was like, hey, come She's on, like, hey, that doesn't look nice. <laughs> I'm gonna stand over here though yeah. while you do it. <laughs> so that's something to look forward to, Tony, and either of those two. We go to the NXT Women's Champion Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai being interviewed by Mackenzie. They say that. Um, Io Shirai, sorry, Raquel says Io Shirai was a great champion, and I'm going to be even better as champion. And I beat Io so bad that, oh, sorry, it's Dakota who says we beat Io Shirai mm. so bad that she has to take a vacation. And the interview here starts to be like, well, didn't you? And she says, well, you trying to, you trying to fish? You trying to fish for some answers here? Well. It's. It seems that I can't even remember now who who they're even talking about. Is it Mercedes Martinez that tries to come up with these fantasy ideas that all of a sudden she deserves title shots? Well, I, I wish I I could go to Hogwarts, but we don't get what we want in this world. So, but maybe you will get to fight me. So Mar- Mercedes Martinez versus Dakota Kai uh, next week is happening. But um, it's it's a little interesting because Raquel is the champ, but it's. They're definitely purposely making Kai say we in some of the things. Yeah, uh, I quite like this. Raquel seemed like a baby face after that EO match, Mm -hmm. but they're not... I feel like they're not insulting your intelligence by just going, ah, she's a good guy now. And they're they're playing that. She's still got heelish tendencies and Dakota is still very much a heel and therefore she's kind of heel by association. Mercedes is heel. But then... No, that's what I'm saying. Raquel right. is the one moving to babyface, right. but it's a more of a transition because uh, she's putting over Io at the beginning. Like she's like Io is great before Dakota's like, yeah, you fucking beat her up. She's her manager kind of thing now. Yeah, so I like the dynamics. Though I think it's working, and I think the split—they're definitely planting seeds with the Wii and stuff of a split. But Raquel is slowly moving more into a babyface role for me, definitely, and will be the babyface against Mercedes. So can Kai. Like Kai mm. is a, can be a good babyface as well, and both of them could be. But the turn, it got to be a turn eventually from mm. from one of them. That's how you could get Raquel even over as a babyface. Is D- Dakota turns on her? Yeah. And that's your big first match. Is you, Dakota loves turning on her friends. Mm. That's been a recurring thing. So yeah, just do that. We go to. Are you ready for this? The way. 
Oh, there's again. They're still doing some things. Candace is with Indy Hartwell and she says, come with me. And they're walking through the back. She's like, I can't believe you, 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 you were going to kiss that guy. What's wrong with you? What are you doing? Come with me. And as they're leaving to walk somewhere, Indy sees Dexter peering through somewhere and kind of just stops and stares. But Candace still thinks Indy's walking with her and walks all the way over to find Shotzi and Ember. And Candace just starts kind of bad mouthing them, thinking Indy's standing beside her, backing her up, but then realizes that nope, she disappeared a long time ago to go chase boys. And then Ember like has a cup of water in like a Dixie cup or whatever, plastic not plastic, like a white fi- styrofoam cup. And Candace tries to like slap it out of her hand and then they grab Candace and then dr- like drag her into their locker room and close the door. They basically kidnap Candace LeRae here. Yeah, very odd. This is weird. Yeah. It's like, wait, what? Are you going to go That's give her- one of the moments. So like, once they pull her into the You're going to beat her up? Room, what do they do? You're going to give her swirlies? Yeah. <laughs> You're going to like I don't I don't understand. It's like it's wrestling. You just beat them up right there. Yeah. Why I yeah. All right. I'd like to tell you that there isn't more of this. But oh, there's so much more of this. There's more of this later on. That's a reoccurring thing now every week. It's the way. It's so much of the way. It's the way. This is the way. We go to Kushida. It's a little video uh, highlighting his Cruiserweight title win last week. That's right. Kushida is holding gold in WWE and it has some interviews with William Regal and Steve Carino and shows clips of his win last week, but also like with the Japanese commentary, which is awesome. And it's kind of Regal and Carino being like, yeah, this guy like changed everything, he changed his life to come here. And he finally won something here in WWE. And he's like more proud than anything like this made, like, he's just so happy that he finally can say, you can say he did it. And like, it shows. And, Kushida comes down to the ring now. We we mentioned his gear last week. He's kind of like in some MMA gear. He's taking it the next step forward. Step literally by not wearing shoes. Shoes off for Kushida. Shoes off for Kushida. Yeah, I, I like this. And I kind of hope that if he's going to do a lot of these open challenges, spoiler, he wins the match. Um, <laughs> if he's going to do more of these open challenges... I kind of hope his gear changes to represent it. As we've seen with Cody on AEW when he was doing his, he'd have like the the brawl against Eddie Kingston and then he'd have more of a classic wrestling match against like uh, Jungle Boy or whoever. I'd quite like to see Kushida kind of come back in the jeans for more of a, a brawl style match and right. then maybe the shorts for something else. But uh, he was here for a like a, yeah, as you said, an MMA fight tonight. Yeah, he's like, no shoes, mm. so he's got like foot tape or some yeah. something. Uh, his like new kind of trunk things that he's wearing, short boxer brief style things mm-hmm. with the multicolor. But then, yeah, no shoes. So damn, Kushida's just cool look. Yeah, looks good. Kushida says, "I won the title last week in an open challenge, so I'm going to continue the tradition and just can just continue to have open challenges and fight worthy competitors. So whoever wants to face me for the title, bring it." And out comes Oni Lorcan. Throw him up. Throw him up. Throw him up. Oni Lorcan comes off uh, down here, and the match starts off. It's kind of fast-paced, hard-hitting. There's, of course, cross 
arm breakers from Kushida. He just attacks the shoulder and the arm there. Uh, he goes for his handspring back elbow, but he gets caught into the face from a crazy uppercut from Oni Larkin. You know he loves that. He also loves hitting the, those running knees to the gut. In the video games, they're called the kitchen sink, mm. like the knee, but he, Oni just loves hitting these knees. Um, but... Kushida comes back with a palm strike. There's then this like flying jump into a stomp. And then there's like a, a blockbuster from Oni Lorkin. There's then these crazy chops from Oni, but Kushida just starts to absorb the, the chops. He's like, come on, hit me, hit me. And Oni does. Kushida comes back, the hip toss cartwheel drop kick, the, the baseball punch, the hoverboard lock, like pretty much jumping hoverboard lock here. Just crazy. And Oni Lorkin taps out kushida retains the title really uh, i really enjoyed this as well um good solid win for kushida i i love his style it's so fun to watch and i think oni lorcan was great opponent i was a little disappointed when the music hit because whenever you hear of some sort of open challenge you're kind of expecting some sort of surprise and it's a debut or something yeah. yeah and you're like oh it's just oni lorcan but then as soon as the match started i remember how good this guy is um i hope he does this open challenge a lot. I always like this gimmick and WWE always kind of does, oh, we'll do it with the US title and they do it for three weeks and then stop again. But I, I'd like to see this be a bit more uh, sustained. Yeah, why, I, I, why not? Kushida's great against anyone. So yeah. let's have that on TV pretty much every week. Yeah, and then you have not beat all these like guys here in NXT and then it does start to maybe have like some surprises and stuff mm. like that. And then finally it's... Alex Shelley, who one time answers the challenge. Maybe. We can have that. Yeah. Time splitters. Split. Collide. That'd be great. Uh, I, I thought this was really fun. It just helps, like, hammer it in that Kushida is, like, awesome. And yes. shows you, like, hey, he's the champ, but we're going to treat him seriously as the champ. Because a lot of people are like, come on, cruiserweight title? Kushida should be, like, mm. like at least North American title, world title position. But I haven't now, heard that since. Because they're I, making I th- it. Exactly. They're making it good. I think a year ago, yeah. if you'd have made Kushida a cruiserweight title, there would champion, there would have been that. Yeah. I think Escobar did such a good job over he the did. last year that, no, you're just like, awesome. We're getting these great Kushida title defenses now. Yeah. That's that that is true. That's how I feel. I'm mm. Like, yeah, they've made that Santos definitely raised the stock in this title. Yeah. And the, the unification stuff definitely helped it too. But Kushida's the right the right person to to carry it right now. Uh so Kushida retains and we're gonna get more of these challenges and uh yeah, he's dirty. I love it. We have a beatdown though, because Santos Escobar comes out to make a distraction as his goons LDF attack Kushida, but MSK, the tag champs, come out for the save, even the odds. And uh, it's a standoff. So it's uh, announced next week that we're getting this six-man tag, Legado del Fantasma versus MSK and Kushida. So Should be good. Yeah, that sounds pretty lit. Um, yeah, uh, all about the Kush on 420. We go to Mercedes Martinez, who cuts a promo backstage. She says, Raquel, you're clearly scared. You're the champ, but you hide in Dakota Kai's shadow. She's like your little lap dog. She, she, you, you, you bark and Raquel responds. And well, I'll do you a solid, Raquel. Next week, I'm going to take Dakota out. So Mercedes, again, everyone's just a heel here. I guess, mm. I don't know. But Mercedes versus Dakota Kai next week. And she says she's going to beat her up. I think could be pretty good. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, looking forward to this. <laughs> we go to Candice LeRae. <laughs> And the this way. is the last time. This tonight, is the last right? one? I think so. Okay. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, don't, you don't sound too, too determined there. The way you're backstage and Indy's talking about how she made eye contact with Dexter and she wants to find Dexter and be with him. And uh, Johnny and Theory are going at it and yelling at each other because he went behind Johnny's back and made the deal with Regal and the Reed match. And Candice is just laid out there like her, her eyeliner is just all everywhere. She looks really sad. She just looks like she got beat up. Yeah. Looks like her face got dumped in a toilet, mm. like swirly or something. I don't know. She just it's it's really not it was really weird. Yeah, Indy Indy asked what happened to her, but she doesn't even respond. Uh and everyone, it's just all this commotion going on around Candace as she looks she looks traumatized. I what feel you, sorry for Candace. What do you think I don't know. What do you but think she looks scarred, like genuinely hurt by this? They made her watch Raw. Yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> they struck Ember and Shotzi tie Candace up to a chair, and then Shotzi says, "All right, Ember, just cut promos on her." <laughs> God, <laughs> oh, that's mean, but it's funny. <laughs> and this is the out. Candace is just, just like shook. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> doing the the road dog. <laughs> For those who listen via podcast, Davey just did the the road dog. Uh, what do you even call What's that it? move? Not the worm, the, the, the robot arm thing, like the robot yeah. arm move thing. Suck it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, so yeah. So next week, it's all yeah. I don't know. I'm the, I was over the weight. This week felt like there it was, was every way segment. too much of the way this week. <laughs> way too um, much way. Yeah, they're, they're funny. I, I think they're all really good in the roles, but there's just too much of it that it gets very irritating. Yeah, 100%. I was I was kind of checked out. But then I picked back up because, do you know something? Ever-Rise rules. Mm. Ever-Rise. Quebec. They, Quebec's own. Wow, I messed that up. They come out and they're going up against Imperium. And... There's a little insert promo from these guys, and it's uh, Marcel Bartel and Fabian Eichner who say they're going to restore the honor of the great sport, one continent to another. And Walter may be uh, back over there for a little while, but we're still taking over, and we will continue to expand. So Imperium, looking like maybe they're saying they want to make their group bigger. Stables, yeah. factions. More. that that They need this nxt global expansion to happen so they can you know take over nxt italy and NXT, all of that. <laughs> nxt italy yeah <laughs> nxt mexico yeah all the where's where's alexander wolf from uh he's germany okay so yeah you know yeah that'd be great imperium versus ever rise right here uh eichner is just like beating up both of these guys there's back suplexes there's fallaway slams Killian Dane comes down to interfere in this match, and it looks like Chase Parker gets a roll-up for a near fall here on Eichner. Then Drake Maverick comes out to attack Alexander Wolf, who's ringside for this match, but Dane stops him. Mm. He goes, what are you doing? He grabs him, he drags him right off, and this all start is a commotion, too much for Ever-Rise, and there's a powerbomb uppercut combo, Imperium light work, of ever rise here as they stand tall with their pose in the ring, but a little interesting because of the history with Killian Dane and Alexander Wolf from in- Insanity, Sanity, Sanity. Yes, right. 
and he stopped Drake from attacking his his former friend. So maybe they're looking to expand. Yeah, with Dane. and obviously a European connection there as well. I just can't imagine Killian Dane in the tracksuit. <laughs> <laughs> he looked like sweet Can tea. You, he like you've got Marcel Bartel stood there. You've got Walter, and then Killian Dane. Yeah, you're gonna have Drake in there as well. <laughs> That'd be great. Drake Maverick doing the pose. Dane's like, look, guys, uh, I'll, I'll like, I'll be your enforcer, your, your strength for over here when Walter's not around. But mm. like, part of the deal is, I got my little brother's got to come too. <laughs> Drake, <laughs> Drake Maverick. Uh, I, I don't mind this though. I like the kind of mystery here, and I, I like that they're not forgetting their past. That Killian Dane is like, no, this is we might have moved on, but this is kind of my. My friend here still. Um, Yo, fuck that. Let's let's. I'm all about fantasy booking today. I'm on one. They they make it look like it's Dane who's like, hey, maybe mm. I should like be interested with, with with Wolf and what they're going on here. And then in the in the swerve is Drake's like, hey, guys, you need someone who can talk, and I'll do it for you. I'll be your voice. I'll, Drake I'll, is the voice. Like of- he's Robert Stonebrand, but it's Imperium for Imperium. <laughs> Even with Walter, like it makes it's just a unit, and he's like the talker for them. Oh, I don't hate it. Yeah, no. and Dane's just like be insane. I, I think Imperium. I I feel they they feel uh, they still feel pretty special to me yeah. as a unit. I like that Wolf. We haven't really seen wrestle much at all. I think he did some stuff in NXT UK, but I like him in this kind of second in command role. That the boss is out of town, so Alexander Wolf is there to keep his eye on the tag team. He's know? not as exciting though. He's not, but no. I at number two isn't, you know? Like, yeah. I'm thinking Bond villains and, like, the number two to that. And uh, I think it works. It's got this kind of military kind of order to it. Right. Yeah, definitely. Like, the- And I can see if they do recruit more. It, it feels like ranks. They should recruit people. Uh, like, would you think, like, I'm joking, saying Dane, uh, Drake should be the swerve here and, like, join them to, be like, be a heel. Because he is a good promo. Mm. But uh, I feel like Alexander Wolf doesn't do it for me. Uh, he doesn't look like believable in he's kind of like the mm. black horse of the imperium for me. I wouldn't want to change it really mm. with how it is. I wouldn't want to add more or anything, but right. I could see when you when everything opens up more, I like the idea of them trying to get titles from different parts of the world. Okay. I think that's kind of cool. Yeah. And Walter is always we we've said he's special. He's this guy who shouldn't come to NXT. Mm-hmm. Just comes when he wants. Comes once in a while, maybe does a main roster once in a while, but uh, I like that they're this kind of traveling faction. Because 100%, and Walter to me is like a big draw, one of the biggest draws WWE has mm. for me. Because again, you can pick and choose what you watch from your certain shows and stuff like that. Walter is like this like spec- spectacle, special attraction, mm. Andre the Giant style. It's like you got to watch the special shows, the big fights, like him versus Champa, specials to see him fight. He doesn't just wrestle every week no. for no reason. Like he's an attraction. And there's so many different avenues of different people he can fight. And unfortunately, Samoa Joe's not one of those anymore. But uh, still really wish I could have saw that match. We go to Kyle O'Reilly backstage. The match itself was good as well. Like, oh, yeah. I, I think fine. NXT after this, we're on a pretty good roll this week of just solid matches. And I, I really enjoy Everrise. Uh, I get a so kick funny. whenever I see them. On They're TV. really funny. I think, I think they've really... Uh, fleshed out their characters and they're very entertaining to watch. Yeah, I know Kevin Owens always rocking their shirt. Yeah, I as need well. one. Yeah, Ever Rise yeah. rules. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Montreal, not just Montreal, but Quebec wrestling. Uh, since you know that Sammy and Kevin Owens match, oh, yeah. they're on a tear right now. Mm. Love to see it. Love to see it. Does would it count if a Canadian joined Imperium? Because like maybe they're just like screw like U.S. We just want to we as get, long as the match is sacred, I guess. It's Kyle Riley and Imperium. Oh, yeah, that's okay. what I want. <laughs> I think he's all, done with groups. I want for time. Being. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. Well, Kyle's backstage. He's in his hood. He's ready for his main event against Cameron. But before he gets to Gorilla, he walks by. Someone's waiting for him. The NXT champion, Karrion Cross, with Scarlet, who kind of stares him down as Kyle walks to go to his match uh, before we go to break. But a nice little, like, kind of stare down. He mentioned you. He, he yeah. name-dropped you, so... That's obviously the next big feud. It's just how how are we going to get there? Get to that feud, definitely. Uh, they have announcements that mention Bronson versus Theory next week, Kai versus Mercedes, and Kushida MSK versus Legato Del Fantasma. I also imagine they add Swerve versus Leon Ruff uh, for next week as well, possibly. But it's main event of tonight, Kyle O'Reilly versus Cameron Grimes. And Kyle comes out with his um, his hoodie, the Axe and Smash, and Cameron Grimes comes out with that rap song that I absolutely love. When crowds are back, this song will be so over because the chorus is just like how Adam Cole had the boom mm. in Undisputed Era. Because by the time Cameron gets to the ring and he's kind of doing his pose, the chorus kicks in and the chorus lyrics have his own voice that go to the moon. And when it ha- hits, he's like to the and <laughs> like it would be so over. I could see it already. Kyle versus Cameron. Here we go. They start off with a lot of mat wrestling. Kyle O'Reilly's like telling him to like kind of sit out, bring it here, like laying down in the middle of the mat. Um, Kyle keeps getting the upper hand, but Cameron, no uh, no slouch when it comes to, to tying it up either, I think, and says, kiss my grits. So Kyle pretty much just does that. He trips him out here, sets him up for what he looks like he's going to like just give him this. He does this like leg sweep thing, rolls forward, and it looks like he's just going to penalty kick him. But instead, he kind of like stops, and then he's like, "I'm cool, Kyle." Kind of like this pose, like ha ha. And kind of slaps him around the face, like just like just like messing with him. And this is <laughs> where Wade Barrett on commentary is like, "That's cool, Kyle, right over there. That's that's cool, Kyle. That's cool, Kyle, right there." Uh, Cameron Grimes does, however, gain some offense. I think there's a German suplex before a commercial break. When we come back, he's now working the neck of Kyle. Uh, obviously, Kyle was just cleared to wrestle here, but the injuries from that match are probably still stinging. So Cameron Grimes is targeting the neck, wrenching it all back. Kyle comes back with this crazy back suplex into like a blue thunder bomb into a knee bar style thing, which is nuts. Cameron Grimes hits this crazy side effects thing for a near fall. But it's Kyle who comes back with the lunatic lariat, but it's blocked into a collision course for an air fall from Grimes. Eventually, Kyle does his it. What does he call his? Not the lunatic lariat, but like the one where you bounce back. I just call it the, the lunatic, lunatic lariat. lariat. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Uh, finally hits that one, does his axe kick and the smash elbow combo. The brain buster. Kyle goes up top to the top rope and hits the flying knee drop right on top of Grimes and pins him. Cool Kyle beats Cameron Grimes. thought this was a great main event. Um, these two gelled really well. Um, I loved there was a bit in the match where Kyle put Grimes to sleep with like a cravat kind of thing and then followed up with a knee to the head. I almost feel like that should be a finish. You put a guy to sleep and then kick him in the head. It felt like that looks like a finish to me. 
uh, but only a near fall. Um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed this. I think this was a big win for Kyle. He's clearly in line for the main event title run. Um, Grimes is great. Uh, his character is so good right now. It doesn't really matter. We can You can heat him up at any moment if you want to take him a bit more seriously. But always putting on good matches. I, I really enjoyed this. Yeah, no, I thought this was a great match. I really thought the the promo to start off the show was like kind of interesting. I mm. can't say it was bad and I can't say it was like the most amazing, but it felt different and so, felt like they were trying some things and I think it got my interest. And then I was like, oh, it's Kyle and Cameron. Like these guys are going to kill each other. Like they'll be Kyle's great. selling was so good in this. There was a bit as well where he was thrown like chest first into the turnbuckle and it kind of jolted his neck, which he's been selling. Mm. And it never felt it always feels believable with him it never feels over the top or melodramatic it i buy him um on the mic not always yet but in the ring i completely buy him yeah uh, this was a great match I, I like i said i really loved zoe stark and and saray earlier but this this was great uh, i really liked this i really enjoyed this show i thought in ring this was very solid um apart from the the loomis la night match uh, everything else I really, really enjoyed. I thought both tags were great. The Zoe Stark Saray match was great. The Kushida match was great. Uh, yeah, and the main event. I uh, very solid show for me. Yeah, like it. It had a lot of story drive, like pushing different angles and attacks and and setting up different things and little sprinkles of things. Which definitely, I feel like they they used to do. They stopped doing it, and then AW came along, and AW does the sprinkle things, even if it mm. doesn't lead to anything, because they're like, why not just put the seeds out and see what yeah. happens. NXT's kind of maybe picking up on that again. They're like, hey, remember when we used to do that? Because we used to be really good at that. So definitely kind of doing that here. Uh, and Kyle O'Reilly with the, with the win at the end, uh, no attack from Adam Cole, which you know could mean that he is potentially going to face Cross or maybe he gets a shot at Cross, but then Cole attack. I feel like there's still Cole and Kyle blood that's... I, I could see us going to Cross having the attack and kind of going away from the title and coming back. I don't know. There, there's going to be another Cole match. You wouldn't have done that hospital angle otherwise. Yeah, yeah. With the showing you, showing us, like, hey, yeah, look, they're swearing there, at each more. other and stuff. Uh, I feel like... I f- and it's almost as if Kyle's having too good a day. He was. You know, he had his sunglasses on, he won, he had his nice hat. He also and said, I'm having a good day. Yeah, it's things are going to go south pretty soon. So he had one good day. One yeah. good week. One good it's week. It's like us in quarantine. It's like, <laughs> oh, we had one good day today. What'd you do? I don't know. I went for a walk. Yeah. Uh, I- Windy. That was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Legit something I said to you the other week. It's like, oh, this wind's exciting. <laughs> Wind is the mortal enemy of a stoner. Um, there, There's, I think, like... Again, fantasy booking. I think the story should be Finn versus Kyle, where Kyle finally beats him. Like, it's like some Kawada Masawa kind of mm. shit. And maybe Finn gets the rematch down the line against Cross and gets his win back from him, which we've seen Finn do in NXT, where a guy gets his number and he goes, ah, maybe I need to come back and, and work harder yeah. and then does it. So I think even twice in the history with him and Joe and is it Nakam- Nakamura beat him, but maybe there's just one time. But I'm I'd be interested in seeing like Cross and Kyle sounds really interesting, but Cross still isn't that like like hard hitting kind of champion that 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 run that Finn had. Mm. It kind of felt like they instantly made the title feel like less important. Uh with Cross, yeah, it? yeah, I I agree. Uh, I 
I just don't buy cross yeah. at all. I'm but I I feel interested enough with Kyle. Um and who knows what's gonna happen with Finn. I, I kinda like that we haven't really seen him, that he's taking a bit of a break. But it's true. who knows where he's gonna show up. But um I think Kyle is will get a good match out of Cross. I didn't think the the Cross Finn match was terrible. I just it's not at that level I expect from the main event. Um, but I think Kyle will get his day soon. Kyle, like maybe not even soon. Maybe it's SummerSlam. Maybe it's next WrestleMania. Maybe it's this crazy. But that's long... the project. This is we're on the story now for Kyle to get his championship. We're on the road to WrestleMania. Yeah, <laughs> where it all begins again. Where it all begins again. Yeah, that was NXT. I think both of us are pretty high on that, mm, considering like I liked it, it a lot. Yeah, it had some really good wrestling. That's what gets my interest. Like honestly, some really good wrestling, and I I got two solid matches. A lot of fun matches, but two solid ones. And I'm definitely interested in seeing more of Saray. But that's what we thought of NXT from April 20th, 2021. But let's see what you thought every Wednesday. Sorry, Wednesday. That's going to take a while. Yeah. Tuesday nights, forum.postwrestling.com. There's the forum forum where you write in comments or questions. And we will read them here on the show. And I see that Mike DaCosta from Massachusetts has written in. He says, new logo, new theme. The opening theme from Poppy adds freshness to the show. Another solid episode tonight, setting up some coming feuds. Kyle opening promo was a little strange for me. Seemed to be a little scripted, awkward, and unauthentic. I'm a fan of focused, serious Kyle, not the cool Kyle. Grimes was entertaining as always, star of the show. So glad EO is sticking around for now with what looks to be start of a new feud with Frankie and establishing a title rematch. EO screaming in Japanese is epic. I like both dogs and cats for the record. (laughs) Uh, he continues, I've changed my mind when it comes to the index story. They got me invested now. This will be the start of Indy leaving the way. Or did Hartwell legit fall down or was that part of the act? Oh, did I skip over yeah. that? Or she fell? I think she was acting. I, yeah, I, I don't know. Because <laughs> they didn't play it up enough that she was being clumsy. Right. She just kind of stepped and tripped over. And it was like, oh. And then no one said a thing about it. Um. <laughs> But yeah, that was that that happened. Mike has a lot here. He continues. Saray debut was excellent. Uh, Kushida Oni was what I thought it would be—a stiff fight. He liked Mercedes driving the wedge between Raquel and Dakota. O'Reilly and Grimes was a solid match, but forgettable in the long run. Gives this episode seven Cameron Grimes NFTs out of ten. Mm-hmm. We go to Fire Frank. Happy Tuesday. Hope Kyle reconsiders that Grimes offer. He could have taken him to the moon, <laughs> stacking that money. But cool to see those two main events. Nice debut for Saray as Stark continues to hold her own. And it looks like she has her first feud brewing with Tony. Shout out Kashida. Looking forward to that six-man tag with Kashida and MSK versus LDF next week. Shout out to shout out cats and dogs. Raquel versus Mercedes should be great. Have to wonder what Tian Shah is up to. Hopefully getting shirt designs cleared with WWE Shop. Index forever. They just scrapped Zaylee. Imagine. <laughs> Up next, didn't like it anymore. Just <laughs> it's over. It jumped the shark. There was like the this. T- it was four twenty. This would have been the week to blow the vape smoke. Yeah, all that weed smoke in the face of they didn't even mention that. It's been a while, hasn't it? I feel like a couple it's been, of weeks. I want more of the like the the cartoon stuff, the stories, mm. the legends. I want that, and I want the legend of Boa. Okay, yeah, we need to know more from Boa. We need to more. We need. We always need more Boa. We go to Surin from Portland tonight. Cool Kyle has truly solidified himself as a fashion icon. I'm trying to give the, his new theme a chance, but I can't get into it. Cole versus Kyle should have been winner gets the UE theme match. Yeah, I think 
Adam Cole should have had it because considering the boom, yeah, it was. He continues. It was nice to get confirmation that EO is sticking around. I hope to never see her doing karaoke on the main roster. Wow. Yeah. Saray's NXT debut was solid, but I feel like they were really overhyping her every time they mentioned her name. I'd rather have lower expectations and let the perform performer over deliver. But what do I know? I may be in the minority, but I really love all of the way segments, despite the obvious issues with theory. Their comedic timing is consistently great, and they always make me laugh out loud. Thank you for all you guys do. Mortal Kombat review was fire, and I always pop when you mention my Grimes Halloween costume. <laughs> that is right. Before he was going to the moon, Cameron Grimes. Oh, yeah. And Surin was Cameron Grimes in our Halloween. That was... He went full gear. It was great. He did go full gear. He had the hat. Had the hat. He had the no shirt. What would he do next? He had the vest, I think, too. He had the vest, yeah. Next year, he just has to have money. The suit. <laughs> the suit. No shirt, just the suit. The suit. Yeah. <laughs> we go to Malachi, who says, Happy 420. Smoke up. A new work schedule and a new night for NXT now means I can watch live and get paid for it. My clients enjoy it as well, so it's winning all round. Wow, that sounds fun. If Saray, if Saray brings it like she did tonight, it's going to be Saray is Bay. Got to appreciate only lighting up the Kush like he did with those chops on tonight of all nights. Speaking of Kushida, MS Kush will be fun to see against anyone. But does it seem to anyone else that MSK has been getting quite a lot of booze lately? From who? The six people? In the- yeah, I've not really noticed. Uh, I'm not sure how I feel about Cool Kyle yet. UE Kyle's coolness seemed more natural. Now he feels kind of manufactured. It's got that WWE feel to it now. Either way, I can't wait to see where he goes now. Opening and closing the show kind of made me forgot Cross was champ. And this is coming from a total Cross fan. First of all, you said, uh, thank you, Malachi. Happy 422, but they said, new work schedule means you can watch NXT while getting paid for it and the clients enjoy it. Who? What, I don't know. What kind of clients? I don't know. Is this a restaurant? Is this a bar? Can we come? Yeah, Malachi, we need more. We need more, more information. This sounds uh, interesting. I need to know. Maybe we don't need to know. I don't know. Maybe it's <laughs> too in-depth. We go to Crooked Letter 9. Hot-shotting matches are a thing of the past. NXT has the luxury of taking their time with booking high-profile matches on their new Tuesday time slot. I'm relieved that Io Shirai is sticking around for the time being. Saray got a very good introduction against Stark, and the Loomis indie romance is hilarious. It's further proof of NXT being light years ahead of Raw and SmackDown with the women's roster. Kushida Lorcan was solid. Kyle O'Reilly continued his ascent, and his stare-down with Cross was stellar foreshadowing. I hope they save it for a much later date, because it needs to be a big deal when Kyle wins on the first attempt. Hopefully. Is Cameron Grimes on a collision course with Ted DiBiase? Yes. It seems that way, yeah? Yeah, definitely. Okay, and then finally, we go to Mystery, who asks, Is Raquel supposed to be a face or a heel? Because she flip-flops constantly between the alignments and it showed tonight, and not in a good way. I was getting mixed signals at times. Yeah, I I think that's what I, I kind of felt as deliberate. It's her slowly transitioning while Dakota is more solidly a heel. I feel Raquel slowly moving to face. Uh, Saray's debut was great. Her suplexes are better than Cross's stuff, especially considering her size. Io sticking around in NXT is an interesting choice, but I can see her working her way back to and eventually winning the title back if she isn't getting called up at all. Mm, Maybe. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. I'm very happy to see Io Shirai is still sticking around here in NXT. And, you know, maybe she, that, that could be a story. Maybe she just does that and 
eventually gets a title yeah. and does another reign. And I think they're just going to be more fresh. They, they're doing a great job of building the stars, mm. especially in the women's division. So there's so many... Stark had a match with EO. You could go to that story like years from now. And, and yeah, like, yeah, it kind of writes itself. But I'm definitely happy seeing EO. And if she needs to take a little vacation, a little R&R, as long as she's still coming back on Tuesday nights, it's okay. Yes. Don't show up on Mondays. Please, no. God. Please, Never Mondays. Please, no. Fridays, stop. I'll be no. sad, but I won't be like too sad, but... Not Monday, please. I already said I'd watch Raw if Io Shirai shows up, but like I'm already thinking, no, I don't <laughs> want to do that. <laughs> but yeah, I'm happy she's here. Thank you, everyone, for the feedback. We appreciate mm. when you people write in. We love you guys. And we love you for listening to us here on Up Next. Again, every Tuesday night, we go live, twitch.tv slash upnextpodcast, and we record Up Next, talking all about NXT every Tuesday. But Wednesdays, if you want a different take on AEW Dynamite, listen to... Davey and myself talk all about it. We go live after Dynamite. Yep, same time. The the old NXT up next slot, uh, ten fifteen on a Wednesday, and also in your feed on a Wednesday will be Shot in the Dark, fifteen minutes with John Cena covering everything you might have missed in the world of wrestling. NWA Power, uh, Ring of Honor just had their big uh, show with Jay Lethal versus Jonathan Gresham. I heard was very good. Here's Cena talk all about that. Uh, that's coming out tomorrow as well. And there's a big pay-per-view this weekend. Mm. Impact Rebellion. Rich Swan versus Kenny Omega. Title for title. Uh, they have promised we are going to have someone represent both titles. Um, I'm going to be doing a little primer uh, with John Ceno. Another episode of Deep Impact. Kind of just running you down with all the storylines going into the pay-per-view um and previewing that and then i'll be doing a live watch long and post show on sunday for rebellion is so it sunday night it's sunday i think yeah i think there's going to be interest the the kenny kenny rich swan match i think has definitely got people interested i mean if you watch AEW, you wouldn't know about you wouldn't it. know this no, match was happening so yeah that's all i have to say about that which is a shame because i think what they've been doing with Kenny on Impact has actually been more interesting than what they've been doing with him on AEW. It's really weird. Since the barbed wire match. And yeah, Moro Ronaldo calling that. We'll be calling the match, yeah. yeah. Holy... Is he allowed to say Mamma Mia? It's his, right? I it's assume gotta so, be his. Yeah. Imagine they... Ca- oh, that'd be, that'd oh. be the worst. Mamma Mia! I saw some of the, the funny... I think this could be at a forbidden door of Moro jumping over... Maybe. ...to AEW's, but... Um, and there, yeah, we'll, we'll do some AEW talk tomorrow. We, ca- we talk about dynamite all the time. Uh, every Wednesday night now we'll record BD Elite Wednesday nights, 10 15 on Twitch and join us in, in the chat because it's always fire. And, uh, yeah, we, we talk about all the wrestling. So whether it's impact coming up, return of deep impact rebellion is what it's called. Rebellion. That used to be a WWE paper. Yeah, yeah. It's the UK one. Oh, right. Yeah. Insurrection. Yep. Also, you can. Yep. <laughs> uh, so all the podcasts here, is that on the free feed? That will be on the free feed. Yeah. There you go. So free podcast there. But if you like us, you want to hear all the other stuff. I just saw some tweets that yesterday was like the 20th anniversary of Freddy Got Fingered. Oh, yeah. So, hey, you want to listen to our review with Waiting? That's on the Patreon. It Everything is. in the back catalog is accessible once you sign up. North American tier, go access all the pods, all the stuff we do. We appreciate it. Yeah, and let's finish by saying some thank yous. We had a whole load of you sign up over Mania season, and we 
appreciate it and thank you very much we're going to shout out some of your names right now i'd like to start off by shouting out emmanuel turison thank you very much for being a patron yeah thank you emmanuel and shout out alex woods for being a patron thank you alex thank you michael skriziniak thank you very much for signing up thank you to beers this yeah, I don't even know if that's your real name, Beers. I, this. I would hope not. <laughs> Beers. This. Thank you very much to Gordon Brown. Always see you in the Twitch. Gordon there. Brown. Thank you very much. It's Gordon Brown. Gordon Brown. Gordon Brown. Yeah. Yeah. Morning Brown. Uh, hey, thank you very much, Gordon Brown, and uh, thank you to Justin K. Shout out, Justin K. A big thank you to Tim Zvorek. Uh, a big thank you to Jose Aguilera. Yeah. Sounds like a baseball player. Is that a famous one? I know we Jose had... Jose Aguilera. What was the football player story we had on uh, uh, Up Next Mania with Nate Milton talking about Tony Tony Gonzalez? Or oh, something? yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. That was wild. What about uh, Oscar... And all of us were like, Nate, we watch wrestling. We don't, don't know, know football, who that is. We don't know. <laughs> what about uh, Oscar... We didn't mention Oscar De La Hoya talk... uh, going off on Triller. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And finally, thank you to Dustin Godwin. Hey, thank you, Dustin. But... Oh, and, and, and Marcus Taylor. Oh, sorry. Sorry, Marcus. Shout out thank Marcus you. Taylor. Shout out Marcus. These are all patrons, and sometimes we like to say thanks on these shows and let you guys know that you keep us uh, doing this stuff. Yeah, and you made a little little promise. I did. Last week that we'll be giving a Up Next hoodie to uh, one of our new patrons. I said whoever's patron th- 232, yes. like, you would win. But then we were, like, at, like, 228 or something, so I realized no one's going to sign up unless it's going to be after there's 231 mm. so i changed my tune i said you know what for the next little while probably the next week whoever signs up i'm picking someone and i'm going to give them a hoodie yeah so i've decided that i'm going to give someone a hoodie so I'm, i'll be contacting this person yes and i've decided that the person who is going to get this hoodie is cody gallant okay i don't really know if i know who you are cody gallant right but, but I thank you, you awesome. for signing up as a North American patron. I will be contacting you this week and uh, let me know your size and all that stuff. So, yeah, I'm going to be sending a hoodie. And you can get those hoodies if we mentioned already. ProSNTs.com slash yes. up next. Thank you so much. We've uh, been on a tear today because it was just 420. And uh, we enjoyed talking to you guys. We did. Yeah. yeah. It's just been a great day. It's Why are you laughing? <laughs> I'll tell you off air. Oh, well. yes. <laughs> Sounds good. I think someone else has promised a hoodie. Someone else was? Yes. <laughs> Who? The person we agreed on before we started recording. <laughs> oh. So I guess we're buying two hoodies. Yeah, but thank it. you. Fuck it. I'll buy you a hoodie too. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't know. Well, I decided uh, I'm sending two hoodies. Okay. Yeah. All that up next mania payday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, th- thank you for listening here to Up Next. We appreciate you guys. And uh, yeah, we mentioned we're still stuck in lockdown and times are hard and times are crazy. So this is what we like to do to pass our time. And uh, we appreciate you guys for fucking with us. Up Next Mania was uh, truly... Uh, a success. It was so much fun. Everyone who's watching the replays and go check out those videos again and to Dickie Bird and to you, Davey, and to all of Post Wrestling, everyone involved. It was just uh, so much fun. Career highlight for sure. And one day we'll be able to do them in person and Mania weekends and all that one stuff. Day. But WrestleMania is finally, WrestleMania week, month, whatever, is finally. It's over. Yeah, it's I never want to talk about it again. Ever again. It's done. And uh, yeah, I just want to say thanks. So take care. Goodbye. Be safe. Oh, and another thing I didn't mention. I'm really happy that uh, 
justice and accountability was uh, somewhat showed today in uh, in the world. Absolutely. The US. So, uh, hey, what did Bronson read? Sometimes you just gotta, we love love. Love, love. And that's what I want. Love, yeah. love. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. Ahoy! Whether it's Kroger Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Kroger has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors' sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply.